Super Talk Mississippi media production. Let's wrap up our look around the SEC this spring with the Vanderbilt Commodores. Robbie Weinstein from Vandy 24-7 is going to join us now. And Robbie, this was a, a, a fun football team to watch at the end of the season. Played very competitively, got some wins that maybe nobody expected. You know, obviously a bad loss to Tennessee at the end, but Tennessee was one of the best teams in college football all year last year. I'm willing to, to write that one off. What's the mood in Nashville going into this season? Yeah, I, I think it continues to be, you know, a feeling that the team is, is trending upward. Uh, when Clark Lee came in to take over for Derek Mason, you know, it was kind of uh, – it's hard for an SEC football program to get much lower. I mean, they didn't win a game in that COVID season – uh, they, they didn't win a game in the league the year before. And I, I think in terms of the overall roster, you know, there were one or two good pieces here and there, but the general team speed just wasn't, wasn't good enough. And um, I, I think everything kind of had to be blown up a little bit. And, uh, you know, one of the big things that Clark Lee did when he came in was hire Barton Simmons, formerly from 24-7 Sports, and really revamped the uh, recruiting strategy and, I mean, you guys know how it goes in college football, where especially if you're relying heavily on recruiting out of the high school ranks, now that doesn't show up right away on the field because these guys need a couple of years. Uh, but this could be the first season where, you know, they did play a fair amount of true freshmen last year and a couple of them contributed and were good right away. But I, I think this is kind of the first season where, you know, a large, large portion of that, that first class, the 2022 class that Clark Lee brought in is actually going to play a real role. And uh, so there's a lot of excitement to see how those guys do. The early returns from the spring look pretty good. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't always translate into wins right away. So there's certainly um, some uncertainty, I think. When I look at this team a season ago and, and why I ask myself, what do they have to be better at? Defense is the first thing that stands out to me. Uh, they had a three-game stretch, a four, a five-game stretch, I'm sorry, where they gave up 45 or more points. They were one and four in that stretch. And that's kind of, you know, obviously Alabama, Georgia, Everybody struggled with them, but Ole Miss and, and Wake Forest, those were games. Bandy played pretty well offensively, and if the defense had just been a little bit better, might have had a chance to win. Why will Vanderbilt be better defensively in 2023? Yeah, I mean, they, they were absolutely – they were one of the worst defensive teams in the entire country last season, not just in the SEC or the Power Five. Uh, the reason why that they'll be better is the pass defense last season was, was really a mess, and I think that it will be – uh, it probably won't even be average this season, but I think just going from absolutely awful, like bottom five in FBS to you know merely below average can really help them. They they did not have a pass rush last season. I think they had something like something ridiculous, like six or seven sacks all year. And a big reason why was that Miles Capers, who was you know far and away their best pass rusher coming into the season, had a really good fall camp. He uh, suffered some sort of serious knee injury, a season-ending knee injury late in camp and so all of a sudden you really only had one quality pass rusher on the team and he just isn't available for the whole season he will be back and then they got a couple true freshmen in there last season Darren Agu and BJ Dakate who like didn't really produce a lot but they started to show a little bit more started to flash late in the season and Agu who's 6'6 250 pounds and Tennessee wanted him he was one time committed to Notre Dame uh, he looks quite good in the spring so they're going to have more of a pass rush. Again, it's not going to be even an average pass rush by SEC standards, but it may not be the worst pass rush in the league, and, and they were far and away the worst in the league in that area last season. So that really overexposed the corners. 
and, and the safeties who, you know, weren't that great to begin with, I, I don't think, especially in terms of depth. So that, that pass rush to me is, is going to be the key to unlocking at, at least an okay defense this season. And uh, I, I think it's going to be passable. At the quarterback position, it looks like it's going to be A.J. Swan, uh, who had a, I thought was pretty good last year. Ten touchdowns, only two picks. Uh, had his moments there. As a full-time starter, do you think he can handle this team and get them through th- uh, 12 games? Yeah, I, I do. And it's not going to be perfect. Um, like, for instance, he and he showed it in the spring. He showed it last fall uh, during fall camp, less so during the actual season. He uh, is going to throw some interceptions. Like, I think he'll probably throw upwards of 10 interceptions, maybe 12 or 13, if he's, you know, if he's able to start all 12 games. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think if you're Vanderbilt, he is going, he has a big time arm. He has an NFL arm. And so he's going to stretch the field and put stress on defenses that Vanderbilt hasn't been able to do at the quarterback position for a really long time. And so I think you can kind of live with some of the turnovers uh, in exchange for really opening up the offense a lot more. Uh, I like I don't really have a whole lot of questions about his talent level as a passer. I, I thought it, it's been really impressive, honestly, since he came in as an early enrollee to see his kind of not only his arm strength, but his touch and his feel for, you know, kind of like uh, throwing fades and stuff like that 20, 25 yards downfield. So he's not a mobile guy by any means, but uh, he is mobile enough at least to kind of escape the rush and, and, you know, scramble in order to throw as opposed to scramble to run. And uh, I, so I'm really bullish on him. Like, I don't think he's going to be all SEC by any means this season, but uh, he definitely gives them the ability to stretch the field and, and he's going to make plays for them. And I think he can be a quality starting quarterback, like on a bowl caliber team. I, I definitely think that's the case. While we're talking about quarterbacks, I would be remiss if having you on to not ask you about Mike Wright, who transferred from Vanderbilt to Mississippi State. I think he's going to be more of a you know a plug and play. They'll have some packages for him, some play calls for him kind of guy down here at MSU. I don't think he's beating out Will Rogers. What kind of athlete is Mike Wright going to be for Mississippi State this year? Sure, yeah, I, I mean, and, and Vanderbilt uh, really liked him not only as you know a player. I think there were limitations in terms of his arm, but uh, he uh, it was a really high caliber like leader and citizen in the locker room and all that sort of stuff. Uh, in terms of his legs, I think he, you know, he's a great guy to have if if you're backing up Will Rogers and you can throw him in there in some situational type of looks because he has like legit four four speed. I mean, I've seen him a number of times during practices in fall camp or spring ball or whatever, just house a run like from eighty yards out. Uh, he has legit track speed. He's not really like shifty. He's not going to cut a lot, but in terms of straight line speed, he's as good as it gets at the quarterback position. And, uh, you know, I think even though he has some limitations in terms of accuracy uh, and doesn't have, like, the cleanest throwing motion or anything like that, he, you do have to, like, so, so, to some extent respect him as a passer. And when you combine that with the legs, like, that does open a lot of things up. So, I mean, I think he could be, like, probably a lower-level starting quarterback in the Power Five. Like, Northwestern could have used him, for instance, before they got Ben Bryant from Cincinnati this week. So to have Mike Wright, who has won SEC games as a starting quarterback, you know, as your backup at Mississippi State, that that's great. I mean, that that's as good as it gets. And yeah, Vanderbilt was ready to move on and, and roll with AJ Swan for the future, but that doesn't mean that Mike Wright isn't a good player and, and can't be useful for Mississippi State because he definitely can be. I look at Vandy's schedule. I, I, three games stand out to me: Ole Miss, Kentucky, Missouri. Three of the two of those are at home. Uh, Ole Miss is a series that Vanderbilt has been very competitive in. They've gotten a lot of wins over the Rebels through the years. What's their record in those three games? Because I think that's what's going to determine, are they a bowl team or not? 
Yeah, I think they'll definitely like. I would be really surprised if they don't win at least one of them. Like, uh, they already beat Kentucky last season. Uh, Mizzou is probably the one that I would look at as I might, you know, I'd be tempted to favor them in that game because of the advantage at quarterback, and that's a that's a home game. Ole Miss, I think, is a tough matchup for them because they don't really do well, or at least they haven't to this point against spread offenses that really chuck the ball around. Uh, they they're you know they've been trying really hard. Like when when Clark Lee came in, allegedly their starting safeties ran like four nine and four nine five in the forty, and they've really tried hard to improve the speed on the back end. And they've done that, but these guys are are young players, right? And so, you know, I think there's an you know an element of like being able to recognize what an offense is doing and react quickly and react with the you know correct choice that is difficult, um, you know, for a young player to play against Ole Miss. So I'd say you know. It's hard to say either one and two or two and one, but, you know, I think that they can, um, I, I think you're right. They probably do need to win two of those games to get to a bowl game, but I do kind of like their chances that Wake Forest, to be honest, uh, without Sam Hartman this season and Auburn is coming in and, you know, I don't know that they're that great either. So yeah. the schedule is so much lighter for them this season because, uh, Wake, I think is going to take a step back, even though that's a road game and they're replacing Alabama with Auburn. So, um, you know, considering I think they were maybe a little fortunate to go five and seven last season and weren't really a five win caliber team. But, uh, you know, the schedule really sets up well for them, I think. It kind of leads into the final question, which is the question we've asked everybody on, who's done these interviews thus far. When we get to the end of the season, the week after uh, Tennessee Vanderbilt, what are we saying about the Commodores there at the end? I think they're going to go six and six. And so what you would probably be saying in that case is that the rebuild is, is on pace and that, you know, you're finally starting to see results from Clark Lee. Uh, You know, the reason why I'm thinking that is, is, you know, at the end of the day, I I think they're going to be a substantially improved team from last season in terms of the quality of football. I I think they can take a big step forward. So I think they're going to win one more game than last season, but you know, I think they're, you know, in terms of the quality of team, it could be more like a two or three win improvement, but I think they just got really, really lucky to win that Kentucky game last year and probably should have been at best a four and eight team. Uh, so I, to me, I mean, they've just got so much more athleticism uh, and talent, especially on defense, on offense. They've got a clear identity. They've got good wide receivers. They've got a, you know, I think a good quarterback. They return like 75 starts on the offensive line. So uh, I think they're being overlooked a little bit. Like, I don't expect them to push, you know, Georgia or any of the best teams on their schedule by any means. Like, I think the Tennessee game will be probably a massive blowout again. But I think they're going to be competitive enough to, you know, maybe they can, if Florida is a mess, can they go to Florida and beat them again for the second year in a row? Maybe, because they'll have the quarterback advantage, probably. Uh, So I I think six wins is very attainable. Again, they're not going to knock anyone's socks off, but... Uh, they're finally going to be playing competent football again like we started to see at the end of last season. I like it when Vanderbilt's interesting. They were a fun team to watch there at the end of the season. We'll see if that can continue into 2023. Robbie Weinstein, 24-7 Sportsman, really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.